Hi, on this edition of Real Time Truth, we're going to talk about singleness. Well, hey, 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 don't skip this. You, you might be listening and, and, and watching and, and you're not single, but I bet you know somebody who is single. We're going to talk about three groups of people today. We're going to talk about the person who's single, maybe in their 20s, hasn't got married, still looking for that person, waiting for that person. We're going to talk to the divorced person who's maybe trying to figure out whether or not they can get back you know, into this relationship mix. We're going to talk about those who have been widowed or are a widower. And we're going to talk about the blessing of singleness, that season of time where we can pursue the Lord. Join us on this edition of Real Time Truth. Welcome to another episode of Real Time Truth, where in 19 minutes you're going to hear a biblical perspective on things you deal with every day in your home, work, church, and in the surrounding culture. I'm Matthew McNeil. I'm Pastor Kevin Brown. Thanks for joining us. And I tell you, it's so easy for us to kind of get stuck on like a few topics. I, last week we had the topic on on how to skip marriage counseling. Yep. And so again, that's another marriage co- topic, but we've yet to really speak towards singles. Yeah, we we want to speak to that today, but. Even if you, you may be, you may go, okay, I saw that in the title and now I'm hearing about singles and I'm not single, so I'm checking out. Don't, don't skip this because you know somebody in your life, whether you're single or not, that is single and for various reasons. You could, you could know or you could be listening or watching this and you're in your 20s and you're trying to figure out whether or not Mr. Wright or Mrs. Wright is out there for you. You could be in your 40s and unfortunately have just gone through a divorce and you've got a couple of kids and you've been divorced now for six or eight months and you're wondering whether or not there's somebody out there for you or what you should do at this season of time. You may be out there listening or you may be someone who's going through this. Maybe you've gone through a death. Maybe you are in your 60s or 70s and a spouse has passed away and they've or even much younger than that. Yeah, and or much younger than that. But I'm thinking of someone in my mind mm-hmm. that I'm that's very near and dear to me, um, and they're they're asking themselves, "Can I be 65 years old and want to date again and want to be with someone again? Is that okay? Is that acceptable?" We're going to talk about those things today on this issue of of singleness. And again, I would encourage you to don't skip this if you're married or, or whatnot, just because this, of this. So much of what we're going to talk about today still applies with really any season of life that you're in. And so we just want to kind of reemphasize that, that life as a single is not life on hold. That's right. That's and that's right. and that's how our world paints it so often. I mean, you think about it, the world will will kind of make you 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 look at everybody's Facebook page or you look at their Instagram and you're you're a given age and you see their life. And this is the thing, okay guys, remember this. This is this is free. This isn't in the notes, okay? <laughs> uh, Facebook is fake. <laughs> Instagram is fake. People don't put their worst pictures on there. I mean, now some people do, but for the most part, people, they have, they've taken that same picture about three times before they stick it on there. They're taking <laughs> the pictures that are the best representation of the life that they want you to see yeah, and, and put it on there. through 15 filters. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and so, exactly, because their life comes in sepia. And so, no, the, the thing to remember is don't measure yourself by someone else's life just because, you know, because you're going to look at them, the world's going to say, well, if you aren't 
you, if you don't have a boyfriend or girlfriend, then something's wrong with you by this point. Or if you don't, if you're not married by this point, something's wrong with you. If you're not married with kids by this point, something's wrong with you. Don't buy that lie. That's right. And I want to, we want, let's begin to speak to that. Let's talk about the person who hasn't been married. Yeah. Let, let, let's say that you are a young lady out there and you're 30 years old. Okay. And you're not married. And yet the world places this cookie cutter on to all of us mm-hmm. and says, okay, uh, your clock is ticking, ma'am. You need to pick up the pace. Um, what's wrong with you? Uh, are, are you defective? Or, you know, uh, are, you, are you unwanted? And, and all of a sudden, you, you begin to ask yourself, is there something wrong with me? I want to I read a, one verse of Scripture. Uh, the Apostle Paul, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, wrote this to the Corinthian church in 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 7. So listen to this. The Bible says, I wish that all were as I myself am. Paul said this. But each has his own gift from God, one of one kind and one of another. You say, what was he talking about? Singleness. Mm-hmm. He was talking about singleness. The Apostle Paul was single. In another place in Scripture, he talks about the fact that he is able to do more for the kingdom of God because he's single. He's not really encumbered by a a family or, or, you know, a a spouse. And and so he can do more in that season of his life. And so some are given that gift. Exactly. But others are not. But others are not. And so this this is how 1 Corinthians 7 started out. He said, now concerning the matters you wrote, it is good for a man not to have sexual relations with a woman, but because of the temptation to sexual immorality, let each one have his own wife or his own husband. Mm -hmm. So, so, they most get married, yep. but not all get married. And so the point is, maybe you're out there and you're listening to this, male or female, and you're wondering, is there someone out there for me? And maybe you've almost become fixated on that. Well, and that's, that's all the, you can think about. That's what the world wants from you. Yeah. And, and it's going to start to pass you. There are going to be... I won't say temptations just yet, but there's going to be things that are going to hand you off from one thing to another to another because everything in this world is temporary. And so everything that you seek to find fulfillment in in this world is temporary aside from God. Yeah. Then it's just going to be one thing's going to pass you off and off and off to the next. I think about whenever I was single, um, which, I mean, it's not all that long ago. I, you know, this May will be 12 years. And so that my wife and I have been married. But when I was single, I think, what did I really need to hear? And I feel like that was wait for God's mate, but don't wait to get serious about God. Amen. That's the part that I was talking about earlier about this is applicable to any part of our lives. Because here's the thing. If we are not focusing on our relationship with God, then we're going to attempt to find our identity and fulfillment in everything else. And because this world is like tides just drifting, currents flowing, there's there's no stability Except for in God. Amen. And you mentioned uh, social media earlier. Here's what happens. You got a young lady that's out there, and she's 25 years old. And she looks at Facebook, Instagram, whatever, and she starts seeing that her friends are all getting married. Mm -hmm. Or they're all in some sort of relationship. Maybe not all, but most. She's been a bridesmaid like six times. Exactly. She's She's tired of buying those dresses. She's ready for the dress. Mm hmm and so all of a sudden, she begins to feel this pressure. And you know what often happens? 
I call it the settling um, mindset. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, a, a young lady particularly will go, well, this guy's showing interest in me, and you know he's not the greatest thing, but it might be my last chance. Might be my last shot. So he has no future. He has no job. You know, but I'm. He likes me, so I'm going to settle. Please don't do that. Do you understand that God placed the stars in their orbit? That God, it listen. He knows you. Mm-hmm. He's numbered the hairs on your head. He has a a perfect timetable for your life. This is not too hard for him. You don't have to help him out. He's God. Right. He knows what he's doing. And can you, in this season of time, trust him? Matthew, when I was in college, I, I didn't have many relationships from high school into college, but I had a relationship. Um, it didn't get serious at all, but 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 was a, a weird circumstance that I was like, okay, I'm done with this. Mm-hmm. I'm done with, okay, I've got to have somebody go out to dinner and, and to a movie just to say that I'm doing it. And I came to a place that I, I told my roommate in college, I said, I'm done with this. I said, I am going to wait on the Lord, and I know he's got somebody out there for me, and, and I, I, am, I am not playing these games anymore. Okay? Well... It's one thing to say that. It's another thing to live it. Yep. And I started living it. And I started, you know, seeing all everybody else going out and having a good time and whatever. And, and I'm going to the gym and just shooting hoops by myself. You had more money than all of them. <laughs> I did. And more time. <laughs> but you know what? I saw, I saw then that God was using that time in my life. I, I He began to focus me. Mm-hmm. I started a Bible study. And it's through that Bible study that I met Pam, my wife. And that's what I'm getting at. When you're focusing on Him yes. and you're finding and you're getting serious about Him, then you you feel the peace and the security of being able to wait. Yeah. And that's whenever He brings that person along. That's right. I began to really pursue Him. I want to ask you if you're if you're single out there, are you pursuing the Lord or are you pursuing a mate? Think about that before you quickly answer it. Are you pursuing the Lord? Or are you pursuing a mate? Pursue the Lord, mm-hmm. the one who already knows who that mate is, and trust Him and rest in Him during this season of time. I, I tell my daughters this all the time, that right now, because they're, not going to, they're most likely not going to marry someone that's like way older or younger than them, I tell them, you realize that the person you're going to marry has been born. He's on yeah. this world right now and God sees him. Yes. He's looking at you and he's looking at him. What would you how would you like this guy to be interacting with other young ladies? Do you want him do you want him holding all their hands? Do you want him hugging on them? Do you want him telling them I love you and and my oldest? She says no. And I said, Well why not? You want him giving little kisses to them? No. Well why not? Because those are mine. Amen. And so it's like, so what do you think you should do for him? And she says Probably do the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Wait. Per, yeah, wait and and become the person that you want to marry. That's it. That's it. Right now, we, we look at uh, the time of being single as a time of searching mm-hmm. when really it should be a time of preparation. Yes, yeah. And I would even say a time of resting. Yeah. Rest in the Lord and trust Him that He's got a plan. And just mm-hmm. as He put the stars in their orbit, He will bring that young man or that young lady into your life. And He doesn't need your help. He knows what He's doing. And as you're pursuing the Lord, like get involved. 
Yeah. Are, are you serving in your church? Yes. Kevin started a Bible study. That's where he met his wife. Yeah. Okay. When you get in God's lane, God brings the things into your life that he wants in your life. He'll put them in that lane. That's where you're going to find them. Okay. And I'm not saying go to church so you can find a, a spouse. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying let God be important now. Don't wait to get serious about God. Yeah. Don't wait to get serious about God. Yeah. The second person, uh, that group that we want to speak to is maybe uh, the divorced. Mm. Um, maybe you're in a situation, you've gone through a divorce. Maybe you're, I'll just make up a, a, a scenario. Um, maybe you're in your 40s. Um, you've got a couple of kids and um, you're, let's just be blunt, you're lonely and you, you would like to have companionship. And so the question is, um, when do you begin the process and how do you go about, um, you know, this process of, of finding someone? Well, I want to say this again. You don't have to find them. Right. Okay. God already knows. He's got a plan. Maybe you got ahead of God. Maybe that's why you're divorced in the first place. That's, that's not to be judgmental. That's not to look mm-hmm. down my nose at you. But so often that sometimes that's what happens. And so if you're in a situation, if, if, if you're divorced, um, don't just rebound into the next relationship. Mm. And don't allow Satan to tell you that you're damaged goods. That's something that comes to my mind is just, I feel like one of the most important things needed during that time, and God will bring this if you get in, if you, if you get in his presence, is healing. Yeah. Because you need a time to get past what you've been through, okay? The divorce, that wasn't what God planned for you. Okay, even if you even if it was someone that you're like, you know what, maybe I didn't wait on God's will for my life. Well, his will was for you to stick with that person forever. And it didn't happen. It's a painful, hard situation. But now you're where you are. And so now it's God bring healing into my life. And then what you just mentioned, the lie of the devil, that this thought process of I'm damaged goods. Is there no is there any point to doing things the way that he wants me to do them still. Yeah. I mean, I'll just be blunt. I mean, I've had people in very candidly and honestly tell me, you know, I'm a Christian, but I've been divorced. And you know what? Um, I'm in a relationship now, and um, we're having sex. And um, because I, I'm, I'm not trying to get to the altar anymore and, and, and this, you know, virginity and being pure and all this. I, and that's because they're buying the lie that they're damaged goods. Or the lie also that there's just there's no happy ending for them. That's right. And so they don't deserve that or they're also just never going to find that. And so why bother? Just, just and, get by. And they don't mean to, but it's almost like they give up. Yeah. They give up on God. And, and don't do that. God can, can bring beauty out of the ashes. We sing these in all of our songs. He can, he can take the brokenness and, and make it into something that's whole again. Mm-hmm. And so, so just don't, don't, again, I use the word settle. Don't settle. Mm-mm. Don't settle. And because I, I have so many, and particularly, the, again, I guess these are ladies that say, look, I'm 45 years old. I've got two kids. There's no, there's no guys out there. You don't know that. 
You don't know that there's not any uh, godly guy out there. You, you have no idea because God has a plan that's, that's above you and he is still the, the miracle worker. He can bring people into your life that you have no idea about, that you don't even know exist. Yeah, you can get on the e-harmony and you can do all that. And, 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 but I'm telling you, Pray, seek the Lord, and even in this season of time, trust Him. Mm-hmm. Trust Him. And, and I know some of you are thinking, all right, you're one of those guys. It's easy for you to say, you're one of those guys that I guess you're just saying that God's just going to drop this guy out of the sky. No, I'm not saying that. But you know what? God can bring somebody into your orbit that you know nothing about, and it's almost as if He dropped him out of the sky. I'm just saying don't limit God. And what's more, until He does that, He'll give you the grace to live in the meanwhile. Yeah, he will. Because, I mean, it's, again, we talked about some are gifted to live single lives, but many are not. Yeah. And so if you understand that there's a need in you and there's a desire in you, the God who made you with that need and desire is ready to fulfill it. Amen. And so it's, do you want to rush it or do you want to wait Do you want to constantly find your identity in the ebb and flow of our culture and relationships and things and experiences? Or are you going to find your identity and your worth on the rock of Jesus? Amen. We want to end our time today by speaking briefly to that last group and that's the the one who is widowed Mm -hmm. and this could be some some it could be a guy in his 30s or 40s uh something happens uh it could be a tragic accident or 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 a health condition and you don't no longer have a spouse um it could be uh, a man a situation i'm thinking of uh, someone i'm very close to um who was widowed uh, in his 60s and um, he told me, he said, you know what, I'm, I'm actually living this season of life now. Um, and God knew that I was going to be living this season of life. I was yeah. married to my, to my spouse for 30 plus years, but God saw this. And I'm actually able to be very, even more productive now because I'm able to, to travel and go. He speaks and does other things. And, and, so, uh, and that's not to say that it was a sword that ran through him when his wife passed. Oh, yeah. It's very, very difficult. I, I've not lost a spouse, obviously, and I can only imagine. But I, I know in watching, at least uh, from from his perspective, what a difficult time it was. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're someone that, or you know someone, uh, it could be a parent. You, you, you've got a, a parent, and you, you your mom passed away three years ago, and you're watching your dad, and your dad is 70 years old, and he seems lonely. And, and he he's met someone that, um, you know, that he likes and wants to spend some time with. Uh, can you be okay with that? Or, or could you even encourage that? And maybe you're the 70-year-old man, and you're asking yourself, well, what will my kids think about this? Will my kids be okay if I, if I you know, do, will they think I'm forsaken mom? You know, and, and there's all of these dynamics that, that are in play, and this is where we have to seek the Lord in these things. But I, I said to a, a gentleman not long ago, and he his wife's been uh, passed now for uh, about a year and a half, and he said, you know, I'm lonely. Is, is it okay? If I, if I, you know, want to go have dinner with someone, and I said, brother, if you seek the Lord and, and He gives you that green light in your spirit, yeah. And and I said, it doesn't hurt that I was in the hospital room when your wife said to you, hey, tell him that he needs to go ride Harleys with somebody of the opposite sex. And she said it through her oxygen mask. 
And what a, what a dear lady. She gave him permission to not be lonely mm-hmm. if he felt that that was something that he wanted to do. And, and you know, he is. And so I think that's th- these are all things that we grow in our relationship with the Lord, that we seek him in this. Yeah, that's, so, the, that's the thing that keeps coming up. Yeah. The theme that keeps coming up is yes. pursuing the Lord. Yes. If you're, if you're secure in him and your identity is in him, then you can wait. Yeah. And you can trust. Yeah. And you know that you're going to be okay. Yeah. And if I can say this as we close, um, Ephesians 4.29 says, Let no unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up, that it may benefit those who listen. Yeah. It's so easy to be judgmental, look at somebody else's life and go, I, I wouldn't do that if I were them. I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't remarry or I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it that way or this way. Um, and then you say those things to, to that person. You, you might even look at a couple who hasn't had a kid and they've been married for five years and you go, hey, when are y'all going to have a kid? You have no idea that maybe they're going to a doctor right now and have been trying for years. L- let's be careful, Christians, how we look at other people's lives. I don't, I don't care what it is. And, and then offer these, these judgments to them. Let's be careful in how we encourage one another, whether it's through a season of singleness, mm-hmm. someone who's gone through a divorce, someone who's been widowed or is a widower, um, and let's encourage one another. Absolutely. Well, guys, thank you for joining us today. This has been another episode of Real Time Truth. I'm Matthew McNeil. I'm Pastor Kevin Brown. Thanks for joining us. Take care.